Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Nakama Podcast. I'm your host, Cruz, and I'm joined here with my co-host. Sal. Yes, Sal. I almost said Cruz again. <laughs> Dude, before we get started, yeah. you sent me a number to do my taxes. Uh-huh. I almost fuck up every time how to say your last name because I'm so used to saying Espinoza. Yeah. That when I called the lady and I was like, hey, my friend Cruz, and I almost said Espinoza, but then I had to say your last name. And then the same with the nurse. Uh-huh. I was like, her, their last name is Spinoza. And then I fixed it, and I was like, damn, that's yeah. not your last name. I mean, you're just bad at, like, talking in general. No, just... Actually, you... no, writing also. No, I'm just bad at spelling. That, yeah, I guess so. I guess it's the spelling part. Just the spelling bad. part. You, you and, will and, write shit down that doesn't make any sense. And then the, the writing, or speaking, is only when it's you and Vince. That's true, yeah. And yeah. I don't know why, because I don't do it intentionally. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Cruz, this is an anime show, not a talk show. Let's go. Come <laughs> Fuck <on>. you. <laughs> All right, starting off with the anime news today, D4DJ, the uh, variety program that they have, D4DJ Photon Maiden TV, is uh, it's getting a series of anime shorts titled Puchimiku D4DJ Petite Mix starting February 5th. And uh, it's part of this whole like multimedia thing that they're trying to do with it. They're trying to make it like a big property, I guess. So, you know, they've got their like little anime thing that we saw, which is pretty yeah, good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I liked it. They have like this variety show. They're doing a bunch of other stuff. This is a new thing. Yeah, this might be doing. the new Hatsune Miku. I don't think it's going to get that big. You never know. I'm just Hatsune Miku's huge, dude. Yeah, it is. It's so sad to me. You're gonna go small tangent. How embarrassed Vince was about going to go see the Hatsune Miku live concert because yeah. he came over here a couple years ago and he yeah. like said, "Let's go." San Jose, right? Yeah, he yeah. didn't want to. And then he'll every now and then he'll be like, "We should have went." And I was like, "I told you we should have yeah. went, but you didn't want to." Yeah, and I mean now she's doing even more shit over here, so she, she probably could back around maybe hopefully. next year because hopefully when we start doing it because she just did like a, what was it a remix of that fucking one Ash Nico song Daisy did she and like that one's doing hella good I've been hearing that one all over the place and I got to be honest with you it's pretty fucking solid Hatsune Miku's always been good anyways Fruit Basket they showed the final the final of it. But they showed the teaser trailer, and I somehow missed that it's going to be released in April of this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. You came with like, oh, I've got anime news. Fruits Basket, the final. They released the the picture. Picture, and then I was like, well, do we know when it comes out? And you were like, no. I was like, do we know if it comes out this year? And you were like, I don't know. And then I look it up, and it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, this promo image came out with the news that it comes out in April. I was <laughs> like, right, though. It was coming out. It's like, how did you miss I the wasn't more wrong. important part of this thing? The most important part, it's coming out. The date is irrelevant. No, the date is very relevant. No. It's the most relevant part of the information that it's is coming out. The fact that it's being made is relevant. I mean, it's relevant, sure, but the most relevant is when it comes out. I'd rather sit there knowing that something's being made than knowing when it's release date. Because then you have a cyberpunk thing where we have a release date, but it wasn't made that well, and then it just sucked. It's like, oh, yeah, we're starting on a new project. Cool. When's it going to come out? The fucking no clue. Okay, then don't tell me about it until you know it's going to come out. No. Because then, what, I'm supposed to hold on to this information for years? Probably. That's stupid. No, that's how Half-Life does it. No, Half-Life, they purposefully over time stated multiple times that they weren't working on anything Half-Life related. That's I'm why. assuming because they knew if they said, yeah, there's something in development, people would be like, hey, when's it coming out? And they'd be like, I don't know. 
All I'm getting out of this is Cyberpunk sucks, and we're moving on. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Studio Ozon announced a collaboration with a board game cafe, Joldino, to produce a murder mystery board game based on the Higurashi When They Cry series. That's cool. I like board games. And I like the Higurashi When They Cry series. uh, I started, I tried to finish it up. I felt like I fell asleep at some point, but I didn't fall asleep. It just, an episode just... It just stops. It just, they were hanging out. Yeah, that happens. And then it just cuts to something else. And it's like, did I fall asleep again? It's like, what the fuck? But I like board games. I actually enjoy them. Yeah. I like a lot of people where they like the idea of board games, but then you actually get to play them and they're just not paying attention or they don't care. And it's just like, well, fucking great. You're wasting our time doing this. Especially like murder mystery shit. Like if it's Mm -hmm. Clue or if it's like the, the fucking board game that you got or. Brittany got me for you for Brittany for, not me yeah. she um, bought it for you guys that kind of thing like I, I do dig that it's just like finding people who are also into it enough that they will play because right. I have like a shit ton of board games and I gotta say I play them Dude, you, oh, infrequently you have like maybe three or four of them that they're not even yours no I have ones that you left yeah, yeah. but no I, I have way more than like just what is in that little area yeah yeah because like because there's that other board game I bought, the Choose Your Own Adventure. That'd be cool to do, but that thing takes hours. It says that you should get done in an hour, but when I go through it, like it takes like almost an hour to get through two scenarios. There's five of them. Oh, wow. I mean, that's something I'd be down for. It's just getting the people together for that. Fucking Shin, Megami, I mean, Shin Ultraman teaser trailer. I don't know why I was about to say Shin Megami Tensei. <laughs> yeah, Shin Ultraman te- uh, teaser came out, and um, which is funny because you know the Godzilla and King Kong movies coming out. Yep, so I'm pretty sure they're riding off the hype of that. the The interesting thing is, it's this like if you watch the trailer, you see Mecha Godzilla. It no, I'm talking about Shin oh. Ultraman. Oh shit, my bad. Spoilers. Why the fuck would I be talking about Godzilla? If you watch the Shin Ultraman trailer, it looks. Like it was made years ago. <laughs> but not necessarily in a bad well, way. It feels like it was on they, purpose. Yeah, they might do it on yeah, purpose because there's, there's some good movies that are like that, like Kung Fury. Yeah. Fucking love that movie. That is a great movie. Hella made me sad, though. Why? Because I remember watching action movies like that with my dad. So uh, then it's just like, fuck. Yeah, I get that. But, uh, yeah, the the trailer came out. It looks it looks like it's intentionally trying to be like like kind of like a throwback. Because uh, um, it's got, like, the the people in the suits, which has always been sort of a staple with the Ultraman franchise whenever they do anything live action. And it kind of makes sense. It's like a dude. It's He mm-hmm. looks like a dude, so obviously you'd have a dude play him. But all of the uh, um, enemies and the other creatures and stuff that they show, they look kind of jank, but in, like, an, like, in a cool way. Not in, like, a... Yeah, I didn't watch the trailer. Way. It's weird. It's weird. But uh, it's one that I'm I'm looking forward to, and I hope it's good. I hope it's fun. It looks like it should be fun. I just hope they don't, like, slog it down too much with, like, here's regular people doing right. boring things. But I know that's what some people like. Is. Isn't that what the Neon Genesis? Evangelion, yes. Yeah, isn't that what it's more about is the people than the robots? Yeah, but, like, it has it does kind of have, like, a healthy mix of both. I don't know. I've never seen it. I keep seeing the girl from Darling in the Franks, and the Franks. only reason I'm saying that is because the Crunchyroll, the lady who was talking about it, that's how she said it. Really? Yeah, you didn't hear it? 
No. Everyone was shitting on the poor girl. <laughs> when she was like, oh, yeah, the new upcoming darling in the Franks. And everyone's like, Franks? Isn't it Franks? Yeah, it's Franks. <laughs> but I haven't seen that show either. You haven't seen Darling and Franks? No. Oh. I see the meme of the girl dancing everywhere, though. Oh, and like doing the me, me, me thing? Yeah, which me, me, me was way better. I mean, yeah. Because the, the Darling and the Franks girl is just like, okay. Well, I mean, also, it's it's taking a character and then doing a reference to a thing. So yeah, it would be it's better not going to be better than the reference. It was Thanos doing it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> anyway. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on from that with a terrible transition. Uh, Otacorp, the company that is behind Otacon, the uh, anime convention, released a statement saying that they're going to try to go through with Otacon this year, but uh, they're a not-for-profit organization. So all of the money that goes from a previous year's convention, or that, that they raised from a previous year's convention, goes towards the next convention and since they didn't have any orders for tickets or anything last year because of the the coronavirus couldn't do it this is basically the last shot if they can't open and do the convention the way that they normally do it's just going to be gone like forever like it's just done this r.i.p this this anime convention the people of dc are going to have to find something else to do i mean they have other stuff to do like rioting oh yeah or going to the National Mall. And rioting. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was like somewhere else. I didn't know it was here in D.C. What do you mean here in D.C.? The thing that you just said. The Otacons. No, 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 no. I'm saying like it's not here in D.C. It's there in D.C. We're not in D.C. No, that's true. Yeah. That's what I thought was weird. That yeah. The way you worded it. You're just like, ooh, keep the audience on their toes. Where are we actually at? <laughs> no. Dude, you you think way too much of what I do or say sometimes. Probably. I probably, yeah, think a little bit too hard about the things that come out of your mouth. Yeah. When the only thing that should be in there is your wiener. Oh, my God. (laughs) World world Trigger Manga might be on a month-long hiatus due to the author's sudden illness. Yep. Which hopefully isn't COVID. Yeah, and that's basically all the information that they've really given out is that it's an illness and it was sudden. However, and maybe this is me reading too much into something, it did sound a little serious, so I hope it's not. I hope it's nothing too yeah. bad. Yeah, it's really weird how the, what is it called, manga, manga-con? Manga-coons? M- Manga-something? Mangakas? There we go. It's really weird how secretive they get when any authors get sick yeah the same with Oda when Oda gets sick they just like oh he's sick Mm -hmm. fucking deal with it they never have been like oh you know he just cut his hand open or something like that it's always really hush hush yeah which I guess makes sense because you don't want people going to the hospital annoying the fuck out of them but it's still just like why can't he like oh he has a cold yeah fucking he stubbed his toe or something or I mean how many of those are really somebody getting sick yeah because like, is it is it possible that you know maybe the the mangaka is like, man, I need a break. I need to take a couple of days for myself, take a little vacation. Well, I know. But I can't tell can't tell my fans that they're gonna be like, bro, what the fuck? You should be working on the book. So if I say I'm sick, they'll leave me the fuck alone. No, because they're pretty open about their people being on breaks. Like Oda goes on break every other week at this point, which sucks for me because I fucking don't want to wait. But at the same time, it's like, all right, well, 
fuck it. Yeah. It's not like there is. It's not like I'm holding my breath for it. It's not like shit. I need air. Yeah. Totally like, fine. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he gets better and uh, we start seeing some more world trigger. Hope it's not too bad. Hope it's not too yep. serious. Metabang. Um. The uh, we talked about them last episode. Yep. Last episode. Jacob but, was here. Yes, with our guest. Uh. uh our guest Jacob of JNA Art on Instagram. They got some. Uh, they got some flack thrown at them because they posted a job listing uh, for translators, and after this laundry list of like requirements that you needed in order to get the job in the first place, the price they were willing to pay for the translation of a single page was a hundred and twenty yen, which is about a dollar sixteen, and is way under any reasonable asking price given that like you're translating but you also have to make sure that like you're not just translating literally you're trying to make it sound appropriate and fits the character there's like a whole lot that goes into translating to only like to to, I'm gonna give you a dollar dollar sixteen so they got a lot of flack for that this week though they, they responded to it saying that the 120 yen price per page thing would actually fluctuate based off of the project type and the experience of the person doing it. The thing that strikes me as still kind of, you know, it's kind of shitty is that if they're saying that the price fluctuates, right, they're going to charge people dependent on how well they do it and then also the project, that still shows me that a dollar. 16, right? Mm-hmm. 120 yen is still in the cards there. Yep. So even if they're saying, I don't know, you, you potentially get paid more. Yeah, but you could potentially get paid a dollar 16 for way too much fucking work. They actually put out a pretty lengthy explanation. Uh, the full statement was We would like to clarify the misunderstanding caused by a previous email we sent to freelance translation applicants. We at Metabang do not require our freelance translators to both translate and typeset our manga contents. We hire separate typesetting specialists to letter, redraw, and clean manga pages. Our translators are hired strictly for the purposes of translation. However, in special cases where an individual has translation and typesetting experience, we negotiate a unit price per page that reflects the costs of both tasks. In addition, we also hire separate editors and quality assurance staff to edit and proofread our manga before release. All of these positions are hired separately. The 120 yen unit price per page is only an initial starting price and the lowest rate we offer. It's a starting rate both parties agree to with the understanding that rates will fluctuate based on project type and experience. Our freelance translation contract can also be terminated at any time at the discretion of the translator and our freelance staff are not required to sign non-compete clauses. Freelance translation staff are also free to turn down any projects offered, which they do not wish to take on. We apologize for any misunderstandings this has caused. We have taken community feedback to heart and will strive to make improvements to our localization department in the future. But that statement doesn't really sound any better because basically... Yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to be on their side for this just so it's not one-sided. Yeah. I feel like 116 is fine if you're going to, like, I know it says it fluctuates, but it's like, what are they responsible for? What are some of their big names for manga? They 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 deal with all of Shueisha stuff. 
But wouldn't Shueisha have their own thing? They're, they're Shueisha's thing. They're the people that Shueisha contracts to do the translations for things like uh, My Hero Academia. Yeah, they do My Hero. They do fucking One Piece. Yeah, anything that's jump related, basically, they take care of. Yeah. So they, they are the company that does that. So it's this, these guys, not Shueisha. Yes. It's, it's a contract they have with Shueisha, but they are their own business, yes. Uh, I was going to say, like, if it's just, like, random shit that no one knows about, 116, sometimes fucking chapters have very little words in yeah. them in general. Yeah. So, That's yeah, why, you're going like, to get the occasional page where, like, there's, like, one or two text blurbs. But, once. like, I know, like, if you're talking about, like, Attack on Titan, Hunter x Hunter, fucking Kingdom, those are very heavy with the text. Yeah, those are very wordy things. Yeah, like to the point that Hunter x Hunter, the le- when I stopped reading it, a lot of people were like, just fucking write a book at this point. Like, yeah. the, the amount of shit was saying and the amount of information that you need to know for where the dark fucking world arc was going, it would almost be better to do a novel, but I don't know. I thought Shueisha had its own people and these guys are just part of it, just... A little side branch. Nope, these are their people. The thing that struck me as odd, too, about the statement was basically like, all right, well, when we hire translators, we don't require them to do this, 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 and this. But then they follow it up by essentially saying, but when we do require them to do that, we'll pay them more. Yeah. So it's, I don't know, it seems kind of disingenuous. And I, I found it odd that one of like the, the counterpoints that they, they brought out was like, hey, we don't ask them not to get other jobs. Whereas it's like just what the fuck like yeah i get it i get it's freelance work freelance work by nature like you generally charge less than somebody who works at the company because you're really only going to be working on a couple of things at a time maybe part of that agreement is yeah if i decide i don't want to continue doing this i can walk away whenever i want to that's a it's a pretty good benefit however I, i would wonder what the volume would be that would be required for one of these freelancers in order to adequately make a living doing this kind of work if the price point is a dollar sixteen a page. I guess it just really determines where you live because another reason that I feel like it's probably not that big of a deal mm-hmm. and decide with these guys, the business is like, do you just have to translate it one time and then they just copy whatever you translated? Right, but, like, the artist just has to draw it one time. Mm-hmm. The typesetter just has to typeset it one time. Mm-hmm. The writer just has to write it one time. Yes. I I doubt they're getting paid shit for it. Yeah, that's true. But I'm pretty sure that... that that's just part of being, like, freelance, like you said, like... Yeah, you, no, yeah, for sure. That's, that's a this thing. This is, like, it is. you know, your side money kind of deal. It's hella work for side money, but... Well, the thing is, the the goal of freelance work is never for it to be side money. It should still be able to support you. Most people who are freelance artists, there's a way to make a living with that, with I'm going to work on several projects at once. In fact, like a huge part of the game industry in the U.S. works that way. You work for, like, okay, I'm going to go work for Bethesda or BioWare or Blizzard. These were all B names. I don't know why. But I'm going to work with them on this project. As soon as this project is over, I'm no longer an employee of theirs. Now I go work over here, and I do mm-hmm. that for six months. And then now I go work over here, and I do that for six months. Mm-hmm. But while they're doing that, they're not, I'm doing this, but I'm also going to go get a job at Taco Bell to make ends meet. Like, you, 
if your company is offering sort of like freelance contracts with different people for like these kinds of projects, you you should still be paying a wage that is enough to warrant them wanting to put in the time and the effort into helping you with that thing. It might not be as much. Like I'm sure the difference between a freelance game designer goes back and forth between different companies and an employee at say Blizzard there's probably a pretty good price difference there. Yeah, well, it depends because when I was work- when I started working at the school, I was getting paid less than what a janitor would make. Yeah. But as soon as I got my position, my brother got into it, and he was getting paid just as much as I was. The only difference is my work is Monday through Friday. I get benefits. His work is whenever they call him. Ah. So I think it really depends. But then you also have to think about a chapter, let's say, you're like, all right, you're going to do a volume of fucking Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah. Each chapter is around maybe 13, 14, at most 20 pages. And it depends on which part you're on when you're translating. So, you know, some maybe some of them just get easy money just to be like, because, ah, you know, if they're fighting, you sound like they're talking. Yeah. So I don't know. This whole thing seems like it's, it's still shitty. They're getting paid so low but at the same time just kind of like well sometimes it's easy money sometimes you gotta work for it yeah for me it very much comes down to like i want to see what the average Mm. translator is required to do because in my head that doesn't make sense to say we're gonna pay you a dollar 16 per page because in my head i'm thinking okay yeah the, the the work itself for somebody who has these these you know qualifications it might actually be easy but it's not like those are qualifications that you just sort of get by existing. It's still yeah. a lot of work that goes into it. It's one of the reasons why some artists will charge, you know, like three, four hundred dollars for a painting when they get done with it in like, you know, four hours. And it's like, oh, yeah. well, shit, that's like a hundred dollars an hour. What the fuck? Well, no, it's my time. But then also all of the experience that comes with that time. Yeah. So I'm sure that that's a part in this as well. I just want to know how much they're required to usually do and what their what their usual workload is because if it is super easy for them you know and i'm sure that there's probably projects that are super easy and projects that are probably very difficult but i'm sure there are people who figured out the good mix of like okay i'm gonna do this project it's wordier and i hate it a little bit more but they pay me a little bit more for it because of that and then i'm gonna pad myself out with these like fucking you know, Hello Kitty mangas or something. Yeah, like fucking where there's Pokemon. Less, yeah, there's less words that I need to translate, and I can fly through those quicker in like an hour. Yeah. Versus this one where I got to spend like you know like sixteen maybe. Yeah. And so, so what's the price difference why, there? For me, like sounds shitty, but at the same time, it's kind of like there's people who translate shit for free and they don't get paid, and they just do it because they like the property. Yeah. That also could be another thing where it's just like. If I need, if they asked me to translate One Piece, if I knew, I'd be like, "Fuck it, yeah, I'll do it for free." Like, I fucking like the property. I'm supporting it, sort of, by pirating it because I'm doing the fan translation. But I don't know. I mean, I I think there is also sort of that like Fiverr effect as well, where like you know what Fiverr is, right? Yeah, it's what you use to poop. You said fiber, right? Fiverr. Oh, no. They said fiber. Fiverr is a website where uh, you can go on there and you can pay yeah, yeah, people yeah. a certain amount of money to, to, you know. The problem with that website is that it incentivizes people to charge way, way, way less than they should be. 
in order to undercut other people. And so it's, it's good for you as somebody who's buying something because you can generally get away with paying less than you would otherwise by directly going to somebody. But um, because there are all these people who are willing to do so much for so little, the people who, who go into it wanting to treat it like a job, which it is kind of a bad website to go to if you want to treat it like a job, uh, they wind up having to do way more in order to get to that point. And so I wonder if that's sort of a similar thing with translation as well, where like what you were saying, if you say, you know what, no, I'm walking away from this $1.16, fuck that shit, I'm going to go get a different job. They're not going to be hurting to find somebody else. No. They're going to find somebody who was doing it for free and say, hey, we'll give you $1.16. And that person's going to be like, well, shit, I can get paid for this. Mm-hmm. And then you've filled the space. Because right. fan translation is not a small thing. It's no. not like there's a there's like 10 groups that do it. There are hundreds. That, like There's manga that I didn't even know existed. That's like Japanese manga doesn't have a foothold here at all except online where I can go and there's not just translations in English but in French and German and Spanish yeah. a bunch of other shit and all of these people are doing it for free so I'm I'm sure there's probably that's that might be a little bit of it as well the the yeah. understanding they're like yeah well we can charge a little bit less because somebody's going to do it anyway no, yeah so that's why to me it's just like it's kind of shady but at the same time it's like you can't get done regardless yeah I guess I guess you get a point there but again, I just want to see what the work's like. Yeah. The, what the work is like and how long it takes to do the work. And then, you know, if it turns out it's, you know, fairly easy and it can get done. Or even if it's like, eh, it's kind of hard, but I can get it done in like, you know, an hour or two. Well, you know, if it's a dollar a page, you're translating 30 pages. It's still like 15 bucks an hour. It's not a great job, not a bad job. So, yeah. So that's how I feel about the translating thing. Because fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, great, great approach to that. <laughs> uh, moving on to gaming news, uh, the PlayStation 5 and the Series X, they're predicted to have shortages up until the end of 2021. So if you still don't have a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X, legit, you know, by paying regular $500 for it, you might not get one until maybe Christmas. Yeah, actually, what I've been hearing, too, is um, that might it might potentially stall plans for the uh, the middle iteration consoles that always come out. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's pretty much predicted that at a certain point we're going to get, like, a PS5 something Pro, and a, yeah. an Xbox Series X something. You yeah, know, like, point five or There's always that middle thing between generations. Well, see, if I remember right, I think they said, at least for the Xbox, for sure, it's built like a computer. So yeah. if they do have, an, like, another version, you can just buy the little chip and just push it in, no? Well, I, I, I don't think it's going to be that simple, yeah, but I, I, I feel like it, it is probably going to be something that is it's modularly added versus yeah. a whole extra thing. But yeah, but I remember that was like the big thing about Xbox. That's where they're like, oh, I just buy a computer at that point. And it's just like, no, Xbox is just easy. You plug it in and you play. I mean, also, like, for the amount of performance that you get out of these new systems, we are getting close to that point where, like, in the past, it was like, oh, you could build a better computer with that amount of money. With the amount of money that you're spending on the Xbox and the PS5, especially right now in the middle of a pandemic, that's your best bet at getting something that that performs that well. Yeah. Because if you try doing it on your own, it is possible, especially if you're like, oh, I'm going to buy some used parts, you know, whatever. But getting your hands on 
especially graphics cards and CPUs now, like shit gets inflated hardcore. No, yeah. Well, Xboxes and PlayStation go for like close to a thousand dollars. You can almost buy two of them for the price of one. Yeah, sure. But if you can manage to get one at a retail price from a retail supplier, because it's not like they don't come in. They just come yeah. in in way too little of a supply. Mm-hmm. If you're there, you know, Monday mo- or Tuesday morning, GameStop, 9 a.m., soon as they open, day they get their shipment, you might have a shot. Yep. You probably won't, but you might have a shot okay, at grabbing yeah. one. And if I can- got lucky. That's how I got my Xbox. I walked into Walmart. Not looking to buy one. I was going to get WD-40 for my Switch, and then I came home with an Xbox. Drifting. Drifting. You had... Yep. Okay, yes. I was wondering why you were getting WD-40, but it's the... the it's the contact drift. spray, yeah. so it's made for electronics. But yeah, you can get lucky or just hope that they do something about all these scalpers, which I'm surprised they're still making money. It's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Christmas is over. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, limited supply sort of thing. Yep. I guess... That's why, I but guess. um, yeah, I've I've heard people saying that like, yeah, there's always that sort of like middle iteration. This might actually stall that because if they're not able to keep up with supply right now, then it might actually hurt the sort of base console sales numbers if they decide we're gonna come up with something on top of this. Right. Because PS5 right now even isn't isn't trending as well as they thought it was going to as far as like sales no. numbers. No, hell no. Just because they can't get as many out the door because they're, they're just not making that much, I guess. I mean, it, it probably does have to do, you know, large part with the pandemic. It, it might be a, a sort of a supply issue yeah. where they can't get as much in as they need to produce that much. But, you know, at the end of the day, the volume is being affected. And, yeah, we might not get that till the end of this year. So, yep. so you know, hold on, hold on to that. Hold on to that stimmy money. Maybe you'll be able to get your your PS5 or your, your Series X well, for this Christmas. As you know, our president said that he was going to give us some more stimmy money. So maybe you can buy the scalped version of the PlayStation. That's true. We're supposedly going to get 2000 No, $1,400. $1,400? they are doing that thingy where they were like, yeah, we said $2,000, but uh, we gave you 600 already, and 600 plus 14 is 2000 oh, That's so fine. So you can get that at the end of February. That would be cool with that. I mean, money's money. So. Exactly. So, you know, I would prefer if they gave me two grand, but if they're going to give me 1400 they take you 1400 That's my vacation money right there. I'm yep. just... Be like, all right, Brittany, here's my money because I'm irresponsible with it. Put it somewhere so we can go to Washington. <laughs> no, I, I, same boat, dude. I'm like, yeah, I'll save this money. And uh, I go and I buy food literally every yeah, day. And exactly. then I'm like, where did $400 go? That's how it is with me. But I, Brittany's like, you spend your money on things. And she's like, what things? I always wait for games to be on sale. I yeah. rarely buy a game brand new. All of our money, all of my money, <laughs> Goes to feeding us. Yeah. It is like, uh, I guess. No, uh, for me, Fernanda, like she won't she won't nag me for spending money like however I want to. The way that she says it is like, Oh, that's your money, so do whatever you want with it. It's me. It's me being like, I'll you know, I'll just be chilling and I'll check my bank account. And I'm like, why do I not have like yeah. four hundred dollars here? And then I go through it and it's like, okay, whatever, you know, like fucking car insurance came out, this thing came out. That doesn't make sense, though. And then I go through, because Chase lets you, like, break mm-hmm. down what you spent your money on. And then you go to, like, the food and drink thing, and it's like, I spent $400 yeah. on food and drink this month. Yep. I know I spent, like, 
maybe a hundred bucks at the grocery store. Maybe. The rest of that shit is Starbucks, Wendy's, Wiener Schnitzel, and fucking Subway. Yep. But hopefully, since our president wants to give us monies. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully people will be able to go and grab their grab their, their PlayStations. you know, PlayStations, their Xboxes, their 30 series graphics cards. Yeah. All of them probably from scalpers. Probably. Unless you get lucky. Unless you get lucky. But, but man, have I been on. trying to for a while. Yeah, maybe. Moving on. Silent Hill is collabing with The Dark Descent, Monsters and Mortals, which is a PC-only game, which I have been watching. I hate to watch people play games. Do you mean Dark Deception? Oh, shit. That's what I meant. Yeah. Not Dark Descent. That's Amnesia. Dark Descent is Amnesia. Yeah. I, I watched the dude play it on, on YouTube, and I fucking hate watching people play. Why? Because I fucking hate it. I don't Oh, understand. you hate people watching... You hate watching people play games in general. Yeah. I, I thought you were saying, like, there's something specific about this game no, where you're like, wow, no. this guy's playing it wrong. No. I fucking... I, I hate watching speedruns. Like, unless they're super short, like the one for Doom Eternal, where the developers were just shitting on the guy for breaking their game. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll sit there and watch that, but I fucking hate watching... What is it? The Games Done Quick... Yeah, I fucking hate Good it. Good games done quick. Yeah, I hate I don't I hate Twitch. Even though I stream, that's I what I was gonna say. I don't. Right, don't you fucking stream like yeah, regularly? I stream, but I don't watch my own stream. Well, I don't wait, watch. Okay, that's not even to like monitor it to see if it like. Goes no, down I, I or check anything? it for the for the chat for and chat? just to make sure yeah. it's that. Okay, but I don't go out of my way to watch people stream unless they tell me the like, K. Hey, Come watch my stream. So then I'll go watch it and, you know, interact because at least I'm being what you're That's supposed true. to be. That's true. When I stream and you're there, you generally are yeah, I'll interact, the most so interactive person in exactly. my audience. Exactly. While other people, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm watching your stream. But, like, you need to say stuff. You need to interact. Because I don't, don't need to, but it's helpful. Yeah. It helps you as a streamer play off of people better. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, this game, horror-based game, it's, do you know what it's about? No. It's a horror-based game where it's just a collect-a-thon. You just run through a map. Each map has its own theme. Yeah. And you just have to collect enough uh, cards, I think. And yeah. then you beat the boss, and that's it. It's kind of like a platformer, but it's first person. Because mm-hmm. the reason I got that I saw it is because I saw a carnival level. Yeah. And I like clowns and shit. So mm-hmm. I was like, this is interesting. So that's cool that Silent Hill is getting a collab with this game. Because it's not one that I hear a lot of people talk about. It's PC only, so that's what also sucks because I can't play it. Yeah, get a PC. But it, it's fucking cool. Get that, get that Joe Biden stimmy money and get right. a PC. <laughs> Actually, it wouldn't be a bad idea. It wouldn't if I was irresponsible. You just made a whole statement about how you were irresponsible. Yeah, no. And oh yeah, and then that's why you're not going to do it because yep. yeah, you're going to set that money go, so that, that makes sense. Got to go on vacation. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Other news, that werewolf game, The Apocalypse. Yeah, Werewolf The Apocalypse. Had the trailer, and it looks cool, but my only question is, are you playing as just one wolf, or is it three different wolves? No, it's one guy. Um, He can transition between three states. Okay, one that's, that's being what his, I thought. his regular self, yeah. uh, one as a, a wolf, wolf, and then one as, like, uh, as a, a werewolf, werewolf, a wolf yeah. beast man. Yeah. And it looks ridiculous, but yeah. it also looks fun as fuck. It looks cool. I don't like stealth games because, like, games like Hitman, mm-hmm. they stop being serious a lot. Like, the last two Hitman games are 
kind of retarded. Well, the thing is, I think what happened with that was they did the first one, and the tone of the first one is different than the other ones. I feel like the intention was for it to be a little bit more serious, but it was broken. Mm -hmm. And then maybe they saw that people were having fun with how broken it was because the second one came out and they kept a lot of those broken mechanics. Yeah. You could throw a briefcase and you'd chase somebody. Yeah. And then and the then, third one came out and it's, it's just even more. Yeah. You can kill people with a banana. You can you can knock people out by hitting them in the face with a snowball. Yep. I feel like it became that progression, right? Where like at the beginning it was like, we're going to take this semi-seriously. And then it was just, oh shit, people are having fun with how broken it is. Let's yeah. throw that stuff in there on purpose. It's, like, it's a feature, not a bug. Yeah, I was watching Dunkey's video on it, and it's just like, how is this a stealth game? Like, we were shitting earlier on Cyberpunk's stealth being yeah. hella lame, mm -hmm. but Hitman's is just, it. it's worse than Skyrim's or anything like that, where you just hide in the shadow a little bit and you're invisible. This guy is like straight up kills a guy to his left. His homie on the right should notice it, mm -hmm. and he just walks around the homie and then kills him too. And it's just mm -hmm. like, I was watching, uh, I was watching what the Call fuck? Me Kevin stream it. And whenever he does it, he always tries to kill everybody on the map. There were several instances where he was like, I'm going to change into a different outfit so people don't notice that it's me, right? But he'd start doing it, and someone would round the corner. But it's, it's, it seemed like it was because the animation of him changing already started that he just got up, and they were, like, fine with him. They, they, didn't, the they didn't know that it was the same guy. But it's like you... What actually happened was you walked in on somebody changing that should be something where the AI goes, oh, oh, attack. Yeah. But instead, it's like because it already got triggered, it was just like uh, like treating it as if you'd already changed into the yeah. suit before they, they showed in. It's so, you know, it's a little bit weird. But um, going back to uh, Werewolf, Werewolf, it's not a full-on stealth game. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, when you turn into the Werewolf, it's just a hack and slash, but... Yeah. Up until then, hopefully it doesn't it's not as dumb as Hitman. Well, for from what they're saying, it sounds like you can play the missions either way. Mm. You can do a full stealth or you can do no stealth yeah. just going in and being like, fuck you, look at me, I'm fucking seven feet tall, got razor sharp fangs, and I'm gonna eat you. Yeah. I know it's not from a studio anyone knows, right? It's just like a small studio. Like I mean, I'm game. sure some people know, but it Probably. is yeah, it's it's a it's an indie. -ish if it's forty studio. bucks, I'll definitely pick it up for the Xbox. But if it's more than forty, be like, oh, I'll just wait for it to go and sell. Yeah. But moving on to sadder news, the Resident Evil Eight vampire chick, the blonde one, Jeanette Mouse. Jeanette Mouse died, or her model for the character in the game. Yeah. We don't know if it's her voice too, but the model passed away of colon cancer yeah 39 39 which that's hell young that's hella young my dad passed away at 48 and people 47 he'll be 48 this year that's yeah that's awesome. and everyone's yeah. like that's hella young and it's just like what the fuck yeah so that's that's you know just yeah, kind of puts a damper on the whole you know this whole week obviously with all this resident evil news like everybody's been like you know yeah sort of on the resident evil hype train and this came yeah. out and they're like damn yeah it hella sucks regardless hopefully you know it seems like the game's gonna do well I'm sure she'll be remembered very uh, very well imagine if you have to kill her I mean you probably do she doesn't look like a good guy she might be a good guy no she isn't she the one that like in the trailer yeah fucking 
drags yeah. you in and she's like, ooh, man blood. Yeah. And then they're going to try to kill you. She's not a good guy. You never know. You think she, she's going to do like an act three heel turn and be like, no, giant vampire mom. Fuck well, you. I'm running maybe, away with Ethan. Maybe. maybe. Honestly, that would, I wouldn't hate that. <laughs> maybe she's the one who wants to be pregnant. Don't they all? I don't Isn't know. Isn't that like the vampire thing? Fuck if I know. I've only watched the one trailer. Uh, no, no, no. I'm not talking about Resident Evil specifically. I'm talking about vampires in general. Isn't like their whole thing like, oh, I want to bang and make more vampires and take over the they... world with vampires? No. No? No. Why the fuck is Dracula sucking so many necks then? The guy just thirsty. He's hungry. Yeah, yeah, no. I, they drink blood, but also like they turn people into vampires. It depends. It depends on which vampire you're talking about. All vampires at a certain no. point, don't they? No. I guess except for the ones from Priest where they're just like a different species. The ones from 30 Days a Night don't want to bang. But they want to turn people into more vampires. Yeah, but they don't do it by banging. I guess you get a point. They just Fucking bite. the Twilight people, they don't... They bang. Yeah, but that's because they can, but they don't get pregnant. Yes, they do. No. Or rather, they get non-vampires pregnant with vampire yeah, babies. Exactly. That's... I guess that's not necessarily I'm going to go out and get myself pregnant, but that's still I'm going to go out and get somebody pregnant. It's it's close. Because I think the reason in Twilight that the main girl was a big deal was because she somehow got Edward semen in her vagina before she got turned, and that's why they were like, what the fuck? Vampires can't give birth. Why are you giving birth? Yes, she 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 had a live womb, which is yeah. a really fucking weird concept. Which is really weird because she says how cold he is, so his wiener should be flaccid constantly. If it was hard, it would not be pleasurable mm. to have something cold go inside you. Okay, first off, ice plays a thing. Okay, and turn it out, but like. It's, Bro. it's not. It's not that weird. It's hella weird. That's a and, thing. Then, and then just imagine his jizz is probably cold. <laughs> oh god, I didn't think about that part. Exactly. So you have, you have to imagine that like cold jizz is probably like tacky. Like, so it's just like, like paste. Maybe. Like you, you, you could stretch it like the cheese on a like a freshly grilled cheese or a I mozzarella mean, stick. Isn't your semen normally like that? I mean, not to the level of viscosity that I'm imagining when I compare it to mozzarella cheese. It shouldn't be mozzarella cheese in texture. It should be thinner than that. Oh, Still shit. stretchy, though. I just blow lots of loads then. <laughs> <laughs> How did we go from Resident Evil to Twilight to talking about the because viscosity you were of trying semen? To, you were trying to say that vampires just want to bang, and I'm telling you, no. I guess you got a point, yeah. That, okay, so not all, but classically speaking, that is a stereotype within they just want sort to, of vampire thing. Yeah, but they don't bang to make more. You just bite them and let the poison turn them. Some of them, it's not poison. It is poison. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. Poison means that you, like, no. Yes. Okay, first off, it'd be venom, not poison. Same difference. <laughs> sure, yes. Fine, okay. However, I'm pretty sure at least the tall one's not a vampire. And there's a very specific reason why I'm saying that. If you look at the 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 pictures of her in the game, there's subsurface scattering applied to that model. 
Right. It's uh, subsurface scattering. Uh, have you ever held like a flashlight to your hands and you can see like red? Yep. Um, that's sort of a naturally occurring thing. You can actually see it on people in the differences between the shadow and the light. Uh, there's a there's like a saturation pitch. It pitches higher uh, in that middle point because of the way light bounces through your skin and it pitches uh, more towards red because you have blood in you. So hue shifts towards the red side. Same thing happens with the t giant vampire lady, which means that she's got to have actual blood going through her and it's got to be red. It's got to be actual red blood. Not a vampire confirmed maybe. You know what also might be confirmed maybe? I think I figured out who plays her. Mm. There's been no official statement as to who plays any of these people except for except for Jeanette Mouse, and it, it, unfortunately it came out because she passed away. But as far as the uh, the big, you know, the big lady, the Lady Alcina Dimitrescu, which we know is her name now, we have no information as to who voices her, who provides the mocap for her, none of that stuff, who's the model for her, none of that stuff. Except I'm pretty sure I know who it is. And I'm pretty sure that that person does both the voice and the uh, capture, model, whatever process they use for her because this person looks similar to her and then also sounds exactly the goddamn same. And uh, it's an actress uh, by the name of Bellamy Young. She herself is not a super popular actress. But, I mean, if she was, we would already know at this point. Yeah, who the actress was. However, she is on a fairly popular show called Scandal. And if you listen to, I actually did this as, a, as an experiment because I was watching this interview, like compilation thing on YouTube. And it wasn't that I was looking for the person who played her. It was just that I was watching this from a specific channel mm -hmm. and a clip with her came in. And then I was like, huh, she sounds like that lady. And then I played it a couple more times, and I was like, no, she really sounds like that lady. And then I pulled up the trailer, and it was when I pulled up the trailer that I was like, she fucking looks like that lady. Damn. And then I played the voice from the trailer and then a clip of her interview. And I was like, that sounds similar. But I wasn't I wasn't going to settle with one clip. You know, potentially, maybe she just sounded similar in that clip. Maybe it was an audio thing. Maybe the way she just happened to hold the cadence of it right. She she said something that, you know, it just sort of sounded similar that one time. So I went and I watched like six interviews with this lady. It sounds exactly the same. And I'm pretty sure it's her. It? I'm pretty sure it's her. And, and I'm saying it now. If it comes out that that is her, I fucking called it. Fucking called it. Why don't you just tweet it? Because somebody else is just going to snipe the tweet and then say that they, they thought of it first. That's why you do it now. You can see there's timestamps. You... Yeah, you, for sure. There's timestamps. But, like, that's not going to matter. You fucking, that's not how Twitter works. You don't you don't win Twitter arguments with facts. You do it by having a bigger audience and berating somebody with it. That's why I do it now. I guess you got a point. Sure. Do, do it now and just put hashtag big vampire bitch. I, do, I mean... <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think that's a hashtag, but I'm pretty sure if I go on Twitter right now, I could probably find a couple things that are that are tagged as that. Probably. Probably. Do it now. If not, I'm going to do it. Doug, you're going to snipe it from me yeah. now? I'm already saying it right here. It doesn't matter. Like you said, audience. You don't have a bigger audience than I do. I don't. But if I send out the tweet and then just put a bunch of Resident Evil tags and then put the picture of me like, oh shit, this got it. Uh, you know what? You got a point. So if you don't, I'm going to do it, Cruz. Fine, fuck you, I'll do it. All right. So moving on from that, Nazi the Old Republic is 
said to be in the works. Yeah. I, and I was... it's not by EA, so hopefully that's good. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, didn't their, their, the whole contract, the Star Wars contract that Disney had with mm-hmm. EA, it's already over. So they're yep. looking towards other studios to, to build So games hopefully for them. it's not Bioware either. Hopefully. Because <clears throat> Knights of the Old Republic is hella good. I played the first one and the second one. The second one was a mindfuck when I first played it through. But going back to playing them now, mm-hmm. they hold up, but the gameplay doesn't. The story does. The gameplay, not so much. Hopefully they do something cool with it. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully yeah, they you- stay the same. They don't try to do it like modernized. Yeah. I mean, at the time, it's not like the gameplay was bad. It's just we, yeah. didn't, we didn't have sort of a, a standardized structure for how we expect that kind of game to be played. Yeah. So, like, now if you go back, it kind of controls like a tank, and the buttons don't necessarily make sense. Yep. So, you know, it is it is a little bit awkward. But other than that, Age of Calamity is the best-selling warrior game. It sold over 42 million copies, which a lot of them, I'm pretty sure just bought it because it's Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And they're not actually beating it because most of the people that I know who have it don't even play it. Jacob being one of them. What do you mean? They bought Age of Calamity. It's Dynasty Warrior clone, so it's just a beat em yeah. up. And they don't play it. So they just bought it because well, Age of Calamity. Ah, so they were like, hey, it's like it's like uh, Breath of the Wild. I'm supporting yeah, it's Legend the of Zelda. IP, and, but and I'm then they not were actually like, eh. playing the game. Yeah, that's weird. Because I actually, I can't say that that's weird because I've bought so many things that I have just sitting in my Steam account that I've never fucking opened. Yeah, like I've been playing it still on and off, and the game's good. There's characters that I was not expecting to join the roster. When I saw them, I was just like, what the fuck? What are you doing here? But it did better than all of the Dynasty Warrior games. Apparently, number four was the best one selling at the time. I think it sold over two million. But it took them a lot longer, and I'm very certain it's just for the fact that it's because it's the prequel to Breath of the Wild. Because I know Hyrule Warriors came out, and not too many people people bought it because it was Zelda, but they yeah. didn't care too much about it. Yeah, there was like a uh, what do you call it? There was like a out? like a moment of yeah. of talk about it and like oh look at look at how cool this game is and then it kind of died out after like a couple weeks. Yeah, because I think it came out originally on the Wii U. No, it came out on the Wii and then it came out on the Wii U with all the DLC and they they just re released it again on the Switch I believe. Harry Warriors Definitive Edition and I don't know I I might go pick it up but Age of Calamity is hella cool. We already know how the game ends because it's mm-hmm. before Breath of the Wild, so everyone's going to die. No spoilers there. So moving on from there, CD Projekt Red released the framework for mod tools, meaning that now we're going to start to be able to see more dramatic mods, not just like the uh, little you know quality of life fixes that you're able to make. Just sort of, you know, with with the, the, the base information the game has. Now the framework is there for people to actually be able to go in and, you know, do basically all the crazy shit that you see people do with, like, Skyrim and, and Fallout and all that where, you know, hopefully we'll probably, you know, maybe even be able to see people. Uh, obviously there's going to be the meme imports of, like, models and stuff where, yeah you know, your, your standard Thomas the Tank Engine bullshit. Yeah. But, um probably going to start seeing some people try to put together like their own levels and stuff and importing 
you know, or building meshes for maybe some some things they wanted in the game that weren't there, some references they wanted in the game that weren't there. So who knows? Maybe we'll see like a speed racer car in the future or something. Little things like that. Nah, I feel like they're going to have it throw in Blade Runner and Ghost in the Shell. Blade Runner already has a significant amount of references in Cyberpunk. And mm. I don't think, is there a car that people just associate with Blade Runner? Or like a thing that, I mean, maybe the jacket. Maybe the jacket, yeah. But but other than that, probably that jacket and then the uh, the clear plastic coat because that was a big part of Blade Runner of of the things that people remember because like that's like the 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 naked lady in Blade Runner but she's not actually naked she's wearing clothing it's just made out of like clear plastic so you can still see her boobs cuz i know that that's that's one of those articles of clothing that i see referenced in like cyberpunk art all the time where it's like here's the same jacket from fucking Blade Runner you can see this lady's boobies but she's technically clothed Damn. But yeah, we're going to start seeing stuff like that. Um, but uh, almost immediately after, they also released a statement uh, asking the fans to please stop trying to bang Keanu Reeves. Stop trying to bang Johnny Silverhand. Basically saying, please don't make any uh, mods that exploit that particular character model in any way. Uh, I'm assuming largely because that is a real person's likeness. That's Keanu Reeves. And I mean... A lot of games use real person's likeness, but this is a celebrity that they had a contract with yeah. to make the game. It's in all the promotional materials. I, I don't know if it's... I doubt it's probably like a legal thing. I'm sure it's more of like an out-of-respect thing. But uh, yeah, they, they came out and basically said, like, please don't uh, try to romance him or make any romanceable things with him because, uh, yeah, just don't. Do whatever the fuck you want to. Just don't do that. Dude, if it's a legal thing, they're just going to take it away and be like, nope, you fucked it up. Give I mean, I'm pretty sure that there's probably a way to make it so that way it's at least harder to edit him in any way. There's got to be something they can do to do that. So, uh-huh. we, so that way maybe it's not impossible, but like it's just difficult enough that it's not really worthwhile to try to do the work. You know? Yeah, maybe. But uh, moving on from there... Our last piece of news, last piece of gaming news, kind of a, an unavoidable topic for this week. Yep. GameStop. Stocks. GameStop stocks. So basically what we saw over the last like couple of days, really, yeah. at least from our recording, uh, a huge amount of investment into GameStop stock out of seemingly nowhere. Now, granted, this has actually been something that has what been planned mm-hmm. for like a long time. Yeah, you saw it coming since November. Yeah. At least that's when I noticed it was back in November. So it's been a while, and people have been buying into GameStop in huge amounts for well over a year at this point. However, this big push for most people came out of nowhere. It was just suddenly, like literally overnight, Yep. GameStop stock went from being like a couple of dollars to, to a, so much volume of it being traded that brokers like Robinhood are uh, Weeble. Yeah, well no. What Weeble is Weeble limiting out. as well? Yep. Oh. Yeah, getting a lot of getting a lot of flack because they started to not only did they start to at least in Robinhood Robinhood's case start to limit the amount that you could buy, but they also started selling a certain amount of stocks people held through them. So if you held 
you know, like 20, you know, stocks in, in GameStop. Well, there was a certain point where Robinhood said, oh, you know what? The max amount you can have is two. So Damn. we're going to get rid of like 18 of those for you real quick, <laughs> which is, I, I don't know enough about the legality of that kind of thing, but it doesn't necessarily seem like something that should be done. Yeah, I know. So, uh. It'll be interesting to see what the fallout is going to be on Monday. Granted, if you're listening to this, you already know what it was. You time traveling dick. <laughs> but uh, a lot of people, a lot of people held onto those stocks over the weekend because it would cost billions of dollars. Yeah, and a lot of hedge fund managers were going to be hurting. I guess about as hurting as you can get if you're a hedge fund manager, right? I probably right. have to sell a couple of boats. Yeah, that's like Maybe the meme. Yeah, maybe like fire a couple of the maids. Maybe stop resurfacing that pool of yours. Yeah, yeah. but other than that, I, the thing that bothered me the most is people are like, it's not hopping on the bandwagon, but just blowing it out of proportion, which is like, oh, why can the big companies do it? But it's just like, if you have any intention of being in stocks, you can look up websites yeah. where they tell you who's buying what, yep. where, when, and why. And it's just like, this is nothing new this is just a group of people getting together to do it that's how that's how the game is played yeah it's not fucking rocket science and that's the part that bothers me is just people are like oh my god can you believe these fucking mad lads and it's just like no yeah if you follow it you would that's, know that's a thing that, yeah. that's a thing yeah because I, I think the only thing that like i feel like it's an extrapolated sort of like feeling that people get from understanding that insider trading is a bad thing and yeah. that's where you are a part of a company that is publicly shared and then you either sell or buy based off of information that isn't publicly released mm -hmm. people hear that uh, understand that it's a form of stock manipulation and just assume that any kind of stock manipulation isn't allowed and so they're like, oh you know these douchebags who are doing this how dare they but like People do it. That's how that, the market works. That's how you're supposed to play that's it. That's what, like, that's literally what the market is responding to is a yeah. large amount of people buying and or selling certain, you know, aspects of the market. That's just how it's built. So yeah, these people exactly. getting together and doing it, um, again, I don't know too much about the legality of the whole thing, but I'd imagine that, like, 99% of those people are perfectly fine in doing what they're doing. Yeah. There might be a couple of people who weren't supposed to do it for specific reasons. Yeah. But... The, the part that also made me hella laugh and annoyed is how it was just a subreddit. And I'm pretty sure it was not the whole subreddit. It was probably, like, what, 10% of them that actually bought stock for GameStop. Yeah. But everyone is like, we... As Reddit did it, and it's just like, we speak in French. Reddit does that all the time. And it's so annoying where it's just like, yeah, we did it. And it's like, you, where's your money? I, I feel like it gives way too much credit to people who shouldn't have credit applied to them and right. will probably, uh, uh, it's probably detrimental to them to have credit yeah. applied to them. This is going off about a different thing, but I have to imagine that some of these people are probably people who, like, don't do really much. No. But they're like, hey, this thing happened on Reddit, a community that I'm part of. I'm going to take a little bit of credit for it. 
and then you know feel some sort of accomplishment about it like mm. when you know sports team wins yeah wins exactly. you know sport ball when and the, ooh, the, i cheered for the purple team yeah. purple team got three points i got three points i did something with my day definitely wasn't sitting on the couch getting yeah. blasted out of my ass that that's what i fucking hate about sports too is fucking oh yeah we're gonna hell a carry who's like who's we Bro, <laughs> I don't see you out there Saint working France. your ass off, getting into shape, taking a beating so we could win. It's so they they win. You like the team, sure, but they ain't no we. We ain't speaking yeah. French. But that's it for yeah. That's gonna be it for this. this episode. Thank you guys for uh, listening. Yep. Fuck Cruz. <laughs> yes. Uh. Yeah. Sure. Why not?